Triple Whale has just launched a simple finance platform called FinHub, and I'm already loving it. One simple dashboard for all the tools and accounts you're already using, so you can gain clarity with your consolidated data, your real-time cash flow, your accrual P&Ls. It's designed to help those brands that are built on Shopify to operate smarter. So go over to triplewell.com and check it out. Now that we know what not to do and what to do with our welcome flow, let's go over what makes a really good welcome series. In this episode of Pit Stop, Chase is going to walk you through a four email welcome flow guaranteed to generate your store more sales and We'll even go over a few different ways to collect them and have the industry's highest conversion rates that you can use when capturing emails. Enjoy this episode of Pet Stop and let me know if you use some of these tactics. See you in the garage. Chase Diamond, email marketer extraordinaire. We are going to go over what makes a great welcome series, especially for non-buyers, because most people don't buy right away when they sign up for that first welcome email. So it's all about nurturing and starting to build the foundation of a relationship with a customer. So let's walk through, through this and really say what makes a good email welcome flow. But you can't start a welcome flow if you have no emails. So why don't we start with the different ways to collect emails? Awesome. So there's three primary ways that you can collect an email. These are all different types of kind of various subscription forms. The first, I think that most people are familiar with is what we call a pop-up, right? We've all seen it. It pops up in the middle of your screen. Sometimes it can take up the whole screen. Other times it can take up parts of your screen, right? That's called the pop-up. The, the next type of way that people can get onto your list is through a fly-out. So that typically will literally, like it sounds, fly out from the left or the right corner of the screen, the bottom part of the screen, you know, kind of more of like a little mini banner, um, a lot less obtrusive, right? That's a flyout. And then lastly, kind of there's embedded forms. So this will traditionally live at the very bottom of your website. That will stay there, right? It's not like it's going to disappear. Um, or it will typically live within like a blog post or a content piece throughout the piece itself. Hey, you know, if you've been enjoying this article, enter your email to receive more content like this or whatever it might be, right? So those are the ways that you get onto the list. And I had an interesting call with um, the CEO and founder of Privy recently, and he was kind of talking me through like the millions of you know visits they have and how different offers and things convert for each of these forms. So what he basically shared with me recently was for an offer of, hey, sign up to our list um, to learn about our content. You typically can expect about a one, maybe 2% conversion on that. So essentially what that means is one out of every 100 people or two out of every 100 people will give you their email, right? So it's really low. However, if you have some kind of offer, some kind of incentive, whether that's 10% off, you know, free shipping, 15% off, like whatever, $10 off, whatever the offer incentive is that you have, you could typically expect, you know, in the ballpark of about five to 10% conversion. So again, for every 100 visitors to your website that are not already on your list, you can expect to get about five to 10 of those people to give you their email. And then what I actually thought was pretty interesting, um, and we've tested this with a few clients, but we don't have the same type of data that he's seen, um, is some kind of giveaway is actually converting the best. So enter your email, if, if we're a wallet store, enter your email into our weekly wallet giveaway. Or if you're like a, a footwear brand, you know, enter your email into our you know, monthly you know, footwear prize or footwear giveaway. Um, and he's saying that he's seeing that convert in the low teens. So 10, 12, 13%, right, in, in that range. So 10, 12, 13, right, 11, those types of people out of every 100 will give you their email. 
So really, really important that you test these types of things to see what is best for your brand. Um, some brands never going to want to give a discount and they would prefer the giveaway. Other brands don't want to have to be hassled to having to pick a weekly or monthly winner on the giveaway and would prefer to do a discount. Um, so is that helpful? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and just the, the one thing I would add into that is if you do have a giveaway, make sure you, everyone who enters your email gets a runner-up prize. That will help really convert and it stops people from hesitating to say, well, I want to see if I win first before I make a purchase. So just don't give people the reason not to purchase. If you can eliminate one of those or bust those objections right away, just do it. Even if it's to say, you know what, you didn't win the the golf driver, but we'll give you 10 bucks off anything you want in the store, off any order, no minimum. I love that. Yeah, that's great advice. So if you do the giveaway, definitely follow that. I love that. Um, now that we've collected people, right, we've set up the mechanism for collecting emails. What do we what do we do with that, right? And that's really where the welcome series content for non-buyers comes in. And these first few emails that you send your subscribers are super important. These are basically going to help them get accustomed to engaging with your brand and really set up the tone of your relationship, you know, not only in the short term, but also the midterm and the long term. And what we've seen with the welcome series, um, it's typically in the top three to top four revenue producing flow up there with like the abandoned carts and the abandoned checkouts and, and whatnot. So this one is, is really crucial. So I'm going to kind of go through now each individual email. And I do want to note before I go in, um, if at any point within these four emails that someone converts, instead of sending them all the other emails in this series, one of them move them to the post purchase. So say, for example, you know, I'm on your list and I purchased on welcome email one. You don't really want to speak to me like I haven't purchased before and you don't want to send me emails two, three, and four in the welcome series. You'll then want to push me into the post purchase, right? And what we see in terms of the welcome email one, that's going to have the highest open rates, the highest click through, and the highest conversion rate of any of your emails in the welcome series, right? And again, like these numbers don't necessarily have to be where you're at, but on average, you know, we're, we're basically seeing a minimum of 30 to 50% open rates. And some of our clients are seeing upwards of, you know, 60, 70, and even on rare occasions, 80%, right? So people have entered their email into the pop-up. This email is going to go out right away. People are engaged, right? They want that discount code. They want to learn more. So really take advantage of sending them this email. And I kind of talked about this briefly before and alluded to it, but the kind of content buckets you focus on in this first email are welcome, you know, introducing the brand, you know, thanking them for joining your list and delivering any kind of discount code, offer, giveaway confirmation um, that you promised in the pop-up, right? And you can kind of send subject lines around welcome, hey, welcome, more information inside, welcome to pit stop, you know, great, now you're in. Does that make sense? Anything you want to add there? Yeah, absolutely. And I think just to give a, a tangible example, let's say pit stop was a podcast or uh, as part of my content marketing or just a brand, I might say, hey, welcome to the pit stop welcome to the pit stop summary this in the past week this is what we've covered these are the previous top episodes you might like but if it's for for products it could easy or more traditional d2c items you would say it could be these products it could be a recommendation it could be a little bit of history around the brand always does well or even just a little bit of news of what you're doing just getting helping people who aren't familiar with you really get to know you. And it could even be featuring some of the influencers that you work with. Yeah, abs absolutely. So from, from there, right, if someone has not converted on Welcome Email 1, 
They'll then move down to welcome email two. And typically we'll send this, you know, one to two days after welcome email one. Um, so you'll want to test the time delay to see which is optimal. For some of our brands, sending this one day after performs better. And then for other brands, right, a two-day delay outperforms a one-day delay. Um, so that's kind of on the when to send this. Um, a couple bonus insights here, and then we'll talk about what to send. Is this at minimum, this email should be hitting about a 20 to a 40% open rate. And some of our clients are seeing, you know, 45, 50, even sometimes 60% on this second email. So the open rate is going to be high. It's probably not going to be as high as the first email because this is a few days later and people have, you know, short attention spans. But with this second email, what we typically focus on here is the brand story, any kind of unique quality standards of the brand, and then the benefits of shopping with your company, right? People are very self-serving and self-interested where they want to know, well, great, you have this company, your goal is to make money, but like, what's in it for me? So email two is really about telling them like, what's in it for you? Now, the way that we source our fabrics is ethical. You know, the way that we produce this allows, you know, women, children, men, whoever to have really income and, and, and kind of support their lives. Why do 97% of our customers make a second purchase? Whatever it happens to be that you build it for life, that you source high quality ingredients, that your product does what you say it will do. Exactly. It's, you know, it's, it's helpful for the environment, right? For every purchase we give to charity, like what, whatever it is that makes you guys different, right? Whatever your competitive advantage is, this is where you really kind of flex and talk about it, right? But also, obviously, when I say flex, you, you do want to be humble and you don't want to be flashy. Um, and kind of some subject lines here, are, you know, learn more about us. Here's our story. Level up your shoe game, you know, level up your cereal game. Uh, learn more about us, like what you know, whatever, whatever it might be, right? That's kind of the, the goal there. So that's the second email. Um, anything you want to add before we go? Yeah, what's in it for me is what should be answered by this email. Like leveling up your serial game, leveling up your shoe game, whatever it happens to be. Awesome. So welcome email three. Then the kind of the content buckets we're going to focus on here is about social proof and kind of displaying popular products. So people ask, like, what does social proof actually mean? So a couple of mechanisms of displaying, kind of showcasing customer um, kind of social proof is customer reviews, any kind of press mentions, any kind of celebrity or brand endorsements, you know, any kind of retail footprint, and, and so on and so forth. Um, so in this third email, right, so again, on the open rate side, kind of falling with that trend, you know, your open rates will be a little bit lower than they were in the previous two emails. But again, you should be... 20, 25, you know, all the way up to about 35% or more. Um, and some of our clients definitely are over that. So still a great opportunity to get people really in your ecosystem and understanding more about the brand. Um, and here, right, like some subject lines that we would use are, our customers say it best. Have you treated yourself lately? You know, the love is real. Uh, word on the street. And this email will go out, you know, two to three days after the second email. Again, really focus on optimizing the time delay. And this is done through testing um, and, and whatnot. Anything to add on your end? No, just one thing that I've had really great experience with is whenever you get a little bit of PR, don't look at it like it, that's going to drive the sales. You'll get a boost for sure, but keep telling people because it adds proof. If you're featured uh, in the red carpet at the Oscars and the gift bags or you're featured in the New York Times, Mention that. Tell people the good news. Draw draw out the good news as long as you can. Yeah, 100%, 100% agree. 
And then the last email in this series, right? So if people have not purchased after the first three emails, um, the goal right here is really to focus on the community, um, you know, getting them involved and checking you out on other platforms. So join our Facebook group, follow us on Instagram. Hey, maybe you have some questions. Shoot us a, an email. We'll, we'll get back to you. And if you tell people to email you, you better respond, right? Don't, don't let it stack up. Be timely, be respectful, or just don't say that at all, right? Um, and then this email, um, some subject lines that we talk about are, you know, we're all in this together. Let's be friends. Let's get social. We're here for you. Here's some more stuff about our team. And this email will typically go out about three days or so after kind of email three. So these four emails in total will typically go out over the course of about a week, week and a half. Um, again, test the time delay. Um, and here, right, again, open rate should be 20, 30% or higher um, and, and whatnot. So that really, those four emails, in my opinion, and from all the testing that we've done, really is kind of a bulletproof way to get people hopefully buying and at the very least, you know, indoctrinated kind of in your brand and really understanding like who you guys are and why you guys matter. And this will set up, you know, future campaigns and future flows. So ultimately, hopefully convert, you know, subscribers into first time buyers. And then down the road, right, as you have other emails and other flows, um, converting people into repeat purchases. Yeah, absolutely. And if somebody doesn't really take action, they maybe open the first email, but didn't even open the, the emails two, three, and four, what would you, what would you recommend doing with them then? What, what bucket would you put them into? So someone, you said opens one of the four emails, is that correct? Yeah, let's say they open the first email in the welcome series. That's going to have the highest open rates. And then maybe they open email two, but they definitely don't open email three and four. Okay, so I actually have a one thing to add to the welcome series in, in that case. Um, and it's actually based on people that don't open the first email. I mean, whether they open the other emails or not is, is irrelative, but um, basically what happens is because I mentioned that the first welcome emails um, get the highest engagement in the opens, what we'll basically do is we'll set it up. So if someone does not open the first welcome email after 24 hours, instead of sending them email two, we'll essentially resend the first welcome email with a different subject line. So the content's going to be the exact same. The only thing that's going to change is the subject line. And a lot of people are like, well, why do you change the subject line? The reason for that is if you use the same subject line, it's going to show in their inbox like you sent it twice. However, if you send it with a different subject line, it's going to be basically sent into their inbox as a completely different email. And they'll have no idea unless they happen to find the email from the day before that you actually did that. So that's one thing I would say um, that's kind of like a little tactic that we do, a little hack that we do that actually works pretty well. Um, but to actually answer your question, so if someone opens the first welcome email and they don't open any others, or maybe they just open one email in the welcome series, we'll want to focus on hitting them through an engaged segment on ongoing campaigns. So with a lot of brands that we work with, they do typically seven, eight, you know, sometimes nine figures, but most are seven and eight figure brands. For those brands, we're typically sending you know, campaigns um, about three to five times per week. So they could be eligible to receive some of those emails. Some of those emails could be things like product launches, any kind of holiday, you know, announcements or offers, any kind of education or kind of blog content or social proof, um, any kind of special offers, things of that nature. So they'll be going and kind of receiving the ongoing emails. And then from there, right, if they happen to click into an email um, that takes them to a specific product, but they don't add to the cart, right, they'll end up receiving the browse abandonment. Or if they are really engaged and they 
look at a product, they add to the cart, they start checkout and they don't buy, we'll hit them with the abandoned checkout, right? So we kind of have coverage between ongoing campaigns and then other flows, depending on how engaged or interested they are. Aren't. Wow. Just the level of detail that you have. I, I feel like I we could spend eight hours locked in a room and I could give you different situations and you would have the correct setup flow and just response to each one of them. Just what, what a wealth of knowledge. And it's been an absolute pleasure having, having you on chase. Thank you so much for having me. No, the pleasure was all mine and really honored. So thank you. So, so Chase, people can find you on Twitter, uh, on your website, chasediamond.com, C-H-S-E-D-I-M-O-N-D.com. Where else can people find you? What, what do you want to promote? What are, if people enjoyed this podcast, how can they say thank you to, to you? Yeah, I, I love Twitter. I joined Twitter, you know, in 2020 and it's really been a platform that, you know, that's where we met and I bought creating content there. So my Twitter handle is ecom, E-C-O-M, Chase, and then Diamond. No, A and Diamond. So it's just ecom, Chase, Diamond. Um, tons of free content there. And then I have a link in my Twitter bio that has more info about my free weekly newsletter. Um, I have about 6,100 people that receive my free weekly contents every Monday. It's guides, videos, helpful tips and tricks. So um, I love spitting a lot of free game just like we did today. So go find all that free stuff. And that's it on my end. Awesome. And and. You can promote your course too. You can sell some stuff. If if people have made it this far and they want to support you with your with their dollars, if they want you to to write their emails, learn how to copy your style, where can they find that? Yeah. So in that link in my Twitter bio as well, at the very bottom of that, I talk about um, a course. Um, it's a really kind of solid e-commerce email marketing course, great for brands, agencies, and freelancers. But again, no pressure to buy that. I think from my Twitter and my free newsletter, you'll learn tons. And if you want to take it one step further. You can, but again, no pressure. If you have any questions, I'm always available. Um, and I typically answer people's questions all day long and I never charge them. So um, uh, free free resource, free guide. And for anyone that listens and was watching this, always happy to help. Awesome. Thank you, Chase, so much. Take care. Brands like the Cake Store and Silver Street Jewelers are using OmniSend to add tens of thousands of dollars to their monthly revenue through automations. And one of the ways that they're able to do that is with OmniSend's massive integration library. They just announced partnerships with Gatsby, with Okendo for your reviews for managing your micro influencers. So start looking beyond just customers and using your marketing automation to connect with your micro influencers. Great use of an SMS channel as well. OmniSend offers you free SMS credits if you're on the pro plan or higher. So check them out. OmniSend.com. Thanks so much for listening. Triple Whale is doing some amazing things nowadays. They're developing just a huge range of tools to help your brand stay informed and scale. And Whale Mail is where you can get all these details. So head over to triplewhale.com and sign up today.